Shut the fuck oh, up. You shut the fuck up. Like, oh, yeah. That's you. That's you. Why we can't do this on the podcast? You turn yeah. the gate up and it's just fucking ear rape. <laughs> like you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> fucking <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nipple class. <laughs> yeah, kidding. those are tight. Those are real tight. You don't want to do that. I want to try it. I'm kidding. You don't want this. <laughs> Girl, you don't want this smoke, but go ahead. This is why we can't have nice things. Well, say goodbye to your perfect nips. Oh, I mean, with the look, Puma just poked her head out. She wanted to see this. <laughs> <laughs> look, Puma's all like, Girl, I know you ain't thinking about that. She's like, Bitch, what the fuck is Yo, that? Yo, she was so happy to get a new scratching post today. She's adorable. But yeah, well, you like new shit. I mean, I love new shit. So the cat would like new shit, too. Yeah, facts. Well, this is going to be, what, episode 40 of Cigars and Bars? Yeah, it is. I don't even have a clever, like, age-related pun for this one. Fuck it. We're 40 now. We don't give a shit. Well, let's get it. My nipples are itchy. <laughs> Was it from the clamps? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Hi. Hello. Welcome to episode 40 of Cigars and Bars. It's our first episode of the new year. Yes. Yes, it is. And Puma is staring a fucking hole through me. She is not happy. She's like, where the hell have you been all night? I was trying to see you guys and you just don't come and see me. We were gone for like maybe four hours. Yeah, but she doesn't see it like that. She's She's a cat. She's like... You guys, you left me, and I'm just not okay with this. I mean, it's all good. I mean, it is all good. But, um, I mean, all 12 of our listeners should know who the fuck we are at this point. I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And the girl sitting to my right calls me Poppy Stew. And that sultry voice that you just heard there is... The one, the only, Manny. The Menace. A.K.A. Upsetting All the Bitches. You're bitches! Oh, let's not talk about upsetting bitches tonight. Facts. And joining us, very special guest. I always reference her on this show. You know her. You love her. The Flying Foxy herself. It's Kathy. Oh, I thought you were doing our old intro from Saturday nights at the Saturdays at the Cave. Oh, you want me to like give you the whole fucking La Mujer con la Tetas y Vagina Racista except... I don't speak that Gukanese. Oh, sorry. I broke that shit! I came. <laughs> it's Katya. Hi, guys. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Just a one second pause and then claps and it's like, wow, we didn't expect this bitch to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, Kyle couldn't pull through tonight. Yeah, but, you know. He's got shit he's got to do, you know. He has a day job. Yeah, I mean, he's got to work at the heel face offices. The ones, at least one of them that you're banned from and the other one that you're not. I know, it's weird. Still haven't been banned yet. Well, I mean, you still haven't made your trip to South America and, or, you know, put your 
fucking nuts in the copying machine down there. Why is he banned at the office? What at the do? Phoenix office? Yeah. I'd like well, to put my nuts in the copier. to scan his nuts in the copy machine, then send him to fucking Denise in, in, uh, in accounting. Damn, she didn't like it? I said count these nuts, bitch. Must have been very small for her to count. I mean... You hate to see it. <laughs> I got the sack of like an 80-year-old man. It hangs low and swings. <laughs> How many times have you sat on your sack? Uh, more than I like to admit, <laughs> but apparently the ladies like it because when it swings up, it hits them in the clit. <laughs> Love to see that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> God damn. It's a little more painful than people think. Hi, it's me. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking to a man who was about to put clamps on his nipples. Fucking facts. Well, I'm he, surprised he didn't hook him up to the battery to actually charge him up, too. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't want that smoke right now. I yeah. mean, literally, I don't want my nipple smoking when I get home. Mm. <laughs> he's going to be like, he's fucking clamp his nipples, and he's got smoke coming out of his ears and his yeah. nose and shit. Well, this friend I used, well, she's technically still somewhat of a friend, um, not in that aspect, but she pinched my nipple and gave me, like, a purple nurple. Oh, dude. Oh. And, like, I came home, and I took my shirt off, and I was walking around. My mom's like, why is your fucking nipple pierced? I mean, not pierced, but bruised. And, like... She didn't use fucking, but that's what I'm using for the uh, effect. Because it's just like a giant purple nipple. <laughs> Areola was all dark. Well, well Tech9 and the eight, uh, 816 boys. Shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll talk to you about that one after the show. Yeah. Uh, speaking about after the show, we just got back from shawarma. But more importantly, <laughs> we just got back from... Uh, H.I.W. High Impact Wrestling. Uh, Clash of the Canyon. Clash of the Canyon, their first event of the year. Yeah. That shit was amazing. That shit was I fire. Really we walked so in right as the Battle Royal was happening. That, yeah. that was dope. Crowd was kind of dead, but they woke up near the end of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it got a little better. Yeah, I mean, like, the main event was fire. Oh, my God. Yes, it like, was. Like, that match was 100 miles an hour. I got hit by a towel. Yeah, yeah. How dare they? I'm yeah, Scott Sabbath was throwing his towel at fucking uh, at Shade, and Shade kind of yeah. just sidestepped it, and then it landed on you, and you were like, oh, "I was assaulted." <laughs> nah, <laughs> who, she, who was it that threw it? Who was it? It was uh, Scott Sabbath. Scott Sabbath. Yeah. Your numbers. He not. <laughs> he was the one that came up after the show and was like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah. <laughs> I, I and I had to tell him like, "Dude, I sold it." I was like, "Who? I got attacked. I'm gonna sue you." <laughs> She he just saw how thirsty you were and threw it back to dry off. Bruh. <laughs> well, she, she she gave it back to Shade. Then Shade started doing that old move of like rubbing it between his legs, like he was fucking scrubbing on his scrotum. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, he was. You rang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your primary directive? <laughs> that was great. The third law of robotics, Manny. What is your primary directive? God damn it, Manny. <laughs> Can't do that. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> Don't get hot, brother. <laughs> oh, okay. You getting a little stiff? Shout out to all of our listeners, yo. All 12 of you. All 12 of you. <laughs> we love every single one of you. I do. <laughs> so. But yeah, that, the, uh, tonight was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do commentary with Jeff again. That was cool. Oh, my God. I got so excited seeing you with the mic there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being the heel apologist. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I'm a baby face, but truly a heel at heart, mm -hmm. as you said. So, allegedly. Alleg 
Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm a heel at heart. So, outside of tonight, yo, how the fuck was your week, my dude? You know, my week's been okay. Yeah? Um, a slow week coming back to work. Nothing really changed from the end of the year to the yeah. beginning of the year. So, we're slowly ramping back up to full speed. Right on. Uh, I've been talking to this girl, uh, and she started to kill my vibe tonight. <laughs> so I had to let the menace come out and just be me. Yeah. She may be lying to herself when she said she just wants to be a friend, but truly she wants. <laughs> well, that, that that's basically the thing about it. Like, she doesn't want to seem easy, but at the same time, she's like, hey, I kind of like you. I want you to run my shit. <laughs> but I don't want you to, like... This, is, this isn't going to be a booty call or anything like that. I want you to be part of me. And I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to be part of this sandwich I'm about to eat. Fucking facts. And <laughs> so finally today, she's like trying to get me to come over, but I had already made plans to like hang out with her on the 21st. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't really want to jump the gun on that one. Yeah. So, you know, and then she apparently forgot. So I gave her shit like, wow, I guess you weren't down. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, oh, no, I was getting booty call vibes. And I'm like, you know what? You're killing my vibe here at the show. You're like, uh, I'm over trying to watch wrestling. <laughs> I'll message you later. And I haven't messaged her, but it is later. Yeah. Well, babe, how was your how was your week? Um, It was okay, too. I mean, it's it was a little bit stressful because we were getting over uh, being sick. And, oh, my God. Uh, it, was, it, it was pretty bad. But shout out to my mom. Dude, shout mom out to your mom for sure. Yo, I said this on the last episode too. Not only your mom, but shout out to BZ as well. Like that girl came through with a bunch of medications for me. Yeah. Your mom came through and was like giving me the old school fucking Mexican like yeah. remedies of like, <laughs> Mijito, put this towel in your head. It'll help your fever go down and like take this medication and make sure you eat your soup and like. She was <laughs> care. Oh my gosh, she was so. She totally caring. went into mother-in-law mode on yeah. me. It was dope. But yeah, she she helped out a lot. She helped us stock up our fridge too, which is great. Yeah, and, I, um, I was like in bedridden all fucking weekend, yeah. and then I come out and I look in the fridge, and there's just meats everywhere, and I'm like, yeah, it's like she knows me or something. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's been okay. Like I said, we were just getting over the sickness, and then I was busting my ass with work. Um, hopefully next week it goes pretty well. Um, and then, uh, yeah. I mean, nothing special. <laughs> going yeah, on shout out to own. your mom, dude. Yeah, shout out to my mom. I mean, I did take pictures today, which was honestly uh, fresh up right there because, like, I got to take pictures of wrestling, which I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, and, like, I don't know. It, like, a change of pace is what I, I definitely needed. And I was honestly, like, ready to be like, nah, you know what? I don't know. I shouldn't take pictures. I need to focus. I need to not, like put some effort into this um but nah honestly like it turned into second nature for me today yeah so it was it was pretty fun i had a, i had a great time tonight that's good shit yeah. how was your week i mean outside of being fucking sick like stupid sick because like the last time we did our we did a uh, episode 39 i was still kind of like nasally i was in like the early stages of it mm-hmm. and then just like literally after we did that episode the very next day i got this fucking stupid fever (laughs) like my body was just hot and like my head was hot and then what was funny is like i was trying to no sell it just because i was like i know i'm feeling like shit but like i'd rather just stay in bed and like actually like i was telling your mom like even though i'm not working at the moment like i was like 
I'm still like doing the school shit. I'm still looking for a job. I'm still fucking. I was setting up the HIW stuff. Like I'm doing all this extra stuff that I'm like, I need to actually teach myself to take a day to just do nothing. Yeah. And so I tried doing that the other day. And then when you realized I was staying in bed, you came up and felt my head. And you're like, oh, my God, you're warm. And then your mom comes up and feels my head. And she's like, Mijito, I think you got, you're you getting a fever. Yeah. And it starts asking you in Spanish to get a thermometer. <laughs> and I like, I heard it. And I was like, oh, my God, don't oversell this. And Aww. then both of them start fucking like, like, oh, my God, are you okay? And then come to find out grandma had COVID. Yeah, um, apparently, like, somebody in our family had COVID, and we were so fucking worried about that. I'm glad you ta- you tested negative. Yeah, two days yeah. in a row, and I was like... Bruh, I started fucking God. Ever since the pandemic started, he has not gotten fucking COVID. Even when I had it, and we slept in the same fucking bed, and we still gave hugs and kisses, you still wouldn't get fucking COVID. But I got the fucking flu, apparently. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised so, I didn't get a flu from you guys, like, when I came over here. Oh, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the like, 9 million fucking Scoville gummy bear that you hate. I know, bro. Like, you, this is something I learned about Manny this year. And or, or not this year technically because the year just started, but like last week we went to that cup bop spot, right? Yeah. And while we were there, like they have those spices between like zeros, no spice, you know, five is your mid spice, and then ten is called fire in the hole. Yeah. So I get the five spice because I'm like it's not too spicy, but it gives you enough flavor to where it's like fucking fire. Which also I found out something that I'm like, why didn't we do this? Apparently they give when they give you a lid, you're supposed to shake the fucking bowl, and that mixes everything up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, here's meanwhile I'm with the fucking chopsticks trying to stir <laughs> every fucking thing. But so he gets the fire in the hole. They sell it in the restaurant. Like everybody behind the counter, fire in the hole. Like and they're yelling and shit. So he gets it. And then the lady behind the counter, as we're checking out, goes, tell me how that is. And he's like, sure, sure will. So we go and we grab a fucking table that's by the window at the end of the fucking restaurant, right? And so we're sitting there. And, like, as soon as he opened his bowl, I just got a whole whiff of that spice. And I was like, holy shit. And meanwhile, he's sitting there eating it like, it's all right. And I'm like, dude, like, that shit's burning my eyes and I'm not even eating it. And then midway through our meal, girl comes out, asks him, how is it? And he goes, oh, you know, it's pretty good, but like not as spicy as I thought. And then she goes, well, we have the 10 times two. And then he's like, now you're telling me? <laughs> Which, by the way, you never gave me an update. Did you try it? Yeah, I tried it. It was all right. But like, I mean, like the only reason it felt a little bit more than the 10 Sounds weird in my headphones right now, but that's just me. Uh, <clears throat> the only reason it was more than the 10 was because I had less food to displace it over. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. But honestly, I probably, if we go back, I'm going to get the 10 times 2, eat it, and be like, I've eaten spicier assholes than this. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most spiciest thing you've had? Like, is, has there been anything that you've eaten that you're like, oof? So my friend Patrick. Like that actually got you? Okay, so my friend Patrick, uh, his dad makes this salsa that is like, completely fucking insane yeah um it gives you hiccups oh. it gives you hiccups like and like not throw up but like <laughs> like forceful hiccups like, <laughs> do, do you know what he put in that salsa i don't ask because like i don't want to fuck around and find out on this you know <laughs> oh that's why i don't sound good i've actually speaking to the microphone <laughs> Oh my god, that reminds me when we went for Christmas. Um, they made, uh, my family made menudo. 
Uh, Ooh, red or white? White. White. You have some taste in this world. <laughs> My um, mom can't stand menudo rojo. Oh, really? <laughs> no, like, it was hilarious, though. So it's white, right? That yeah. Made. But the guy, um, we call him vaquero because he lives in the ranch and he works on the ranch. Si, whatnot, si, right? senora. But he uh, made himself a bowl. And they have what's called chiltepines. Yeah, chiltepines. Oh, I'm aware of chiltepines. <laughs> they got... Wild chiltepines, like oh! straight from I think it was Sinaloa or from the oh, uh, from Mexico. Oh yeah, and they get different in each region. <sighs> vaquero, <laughs> va- vaquero, literally poured a shit ton of chiltepin in his menudo that it turned red. That man's <laughs> asshole. This dude yeah, like was shit. sweating his ass off, breathing like. <sighs> But yeah, he they was got these, still like, enjoying yeah, that shit, she, dude. She pulled out this little, like, it was like a wooden thing that apparently there's like a little stick. Yeah, yeah the grinder. The, yeah. I guess it's a grinder. Yeah. yeah. And like, I guess the, it, the grinder itself, like the stick you pull out and then it drops bits of it into it. Like so, you grind up the actual the actual peppers and then I guess that stick like picks up some of it. Yeah. And then you you just dip it into your menudo or so, whatever. So like the chiltepina, think of it like a seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have your decorative like grinder because one... It, it kind of was like one of those things that people in the house like to get all decorative with it. Yeah. Like yeah. some some have panthers, some have the duck, which is the standard. My grandparents have like what looks like a grenade. <laughs> see, see, it's fire. So, yeah. and if you look at the stick of the of the uh, chiltepin grinder, I'm gonna use this as a a, a, a plug as a, as a as a demonstration. Yeah. At the tip, it's got like four knobs or something cut into it. So uh, what it does is it kind of sn- grabs as it grinds. Grabs yeah. as it grinds, so it yeah. separates the the husk. From the actual chiltepin. Ah. So that when you shake it out and, and so not, you're getting just the chiltepin. Ah, or okay. depending on the one you have, it grinds a husk up into a powder, which can also get a little bit more spicier yeah. depending on which chiltepin you have. Yeah. Um, and it's a great spice. It's a wonderful spice. Yeah, so I see her like like sitting there messing with it first, and I guess they hadn't refilled it yet. So she was having a hard time trying to get some and put it into her bowl. But the little bit that she was getting, I could tell it was already bothering her because it was like, she's like, this is like the spiciest pepper. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. And then when I saw Vaquero grab, so he fucking like pounded this shit in and was sitting there. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is he doing? And then literally like the menudo was white. And it literally turned like a fucking blood orange. Yeah, yeah it'll do that. It was like he was putting so much shit in there. And he's like, ah, mijito, this is where it's at. And then he yeah. starts fucking like eating it. But then literally after like three sips of the soup, his face just got red. And he started like sweating like Shaq at the foul line, bro. Like it was funny as hell. You know why he did that, right? Just to be like. No, it's not because of that. Because he was hungover, dude. <laughs> they were drinking all night. Yeah, chiltepina is something you can really help to like get yourself. That's why he likes me because I was drinking with him all night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it, like the menudo because of the grease in it, the 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 the, the broth of it, and yeah. Like the the hum uh, hum harmony um that they have, like that shit is supposed to soak up the alcohol, and then with the spice, it like wakes you up. Ah. Uh, so of course they were gonna be like putting a shit ton of chiltepina. Well, let me shit. let me ask ask you like limes or lemon limes thank god lemons is white people shit like what the fuck? thank god it's now lemon. sometimes you got to make do in a pinch yeah. Yeah. and that's different but like to me manulo is part a uh, part of manulo is the fixings okay so you gotta have your cilantro your green onion yep. uh your limon limon and uh here's my my take on it you need 
the bread. Uh, pan de pan or We use pan de huevo. We use buñuelos. Buñuelos, thank you. No, buñuelos. not buñuelos. No, but bolillos, bolillos. Bolillos, there we uh-huh. go. And, it, you know, it looks like a little loaf. And yeah. my personal favorite way of preparing this is you slice it, like, basically in half. Yeah. Um, so you got a top and a bottom. Yep. And you get them all nice and toasty with butter. Yep. Mm. Oh, my God. That, that is my shit. And, that's and exactly you kind of use did. it to soak up some of the juices, too, at the yeah. end. Like... And that shit's delicious. I think, but see, I think my problem is that, like... Do you so like pata in your menudo? Fuck yeah. So I drank way too much on Christmas Eve, right? Yes. And so I fucking puked both times. We talked about it on the last podcast. But I think because of years of drinking the way I have, and then, like, the remedy in the morning has always been, like, breakfast burrito, right? Mm-hmm. And... I think because I went and didn't have like a breakfast breeder or didn't have like some protein to like soak up the alcohol, I think that's why like my fucking taste buds, like when I had the menudo, I yeah. just wasn't having it. And the tamales too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that would make sense because your body is into a routine and I, fi- I honestly, I figured that when you were going to try the tamales and the menudo, you weren't going to like it because you, rare- you rarely eat that. Yeah, and with, like literally I had me, it and my brain was yeah. like... <laughs> Facts. <laughs> well, you're not. I don't think you prefer for the tripe, the fat, the pata, yeah. Yeah. all that goodness. Oh, they had like the the knee parts too. Ooh. Dude, the the I didn't know that you could do it, but like um, Vaquero's brother, he said he told us like the knee pieces. You put lime and salt in it, and you just eat it because you get all of the like. Well, you get all the, the cartilage, cartilage and, and yeah. yeah. I tried that. That shit was fucking. Yeah, it's just really fatty and like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to eat all the time. And it was great because I felt sick. I was feeling sick that day. Yeah. And eating that menudo like put put me up for a little bit. Like it it, it woke me up and it made me feel better. Well, like that's the thing about menudo. It's corn soup. My mom makes it like a special batch for me that doesn't have the hominy. Mm-hmm. But it's puffed corn soup essentially. Um with tripe I'm onion a soup guy myself. And what it really is is like a poor man's dinner. Um, yeah. But because like if you're working out in the mountains and you're like as a, as a as a rancher or whatnot, you need a lot of fat to keep you going. Yeah. And like cow feet and any other cartilage pieces and the stomach are some of the cheapest meats. Yeah. And it's something you can boil and have hot, and you can eat a bowl and you'll be full all day. Yeah. yeah. I still think the funniest thing about Christmas Day for me was like. When we got to the house, like, everybody was inside. I was like, I'm going to go outside because, like, I want to get some of the air. And, like, and like I was just chilling and, like, just relaxing myself. And I was sitting there watching the game. And your your Thea Heidi comes out. <laughs> and she's like, Mijito, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, I just I threw up this morning. Like, I think, think I drank a little too much too fast last night. She goes, you know, it'll fix that. And I'm like, what's up? She goes, let me get you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. My fucking fucking godmother is so fucking gangster. I love it. Fucking she was dope. It's not even gangster. It's truth. That's why they they call it hair of the dog. It's supposed to be, yeah, let me have some hair of the dog that bit me the night before. Because it will even you out. If you drink too much and you have like a shot, it usually evens you out because your body is like, oh my God. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. It's like, oh, here's a little extra. And it kind of makes your body go like... Kind of balances you out. Balances yeah. you out. Yeah. That's what... Up, but I ended up having like a real shit beer, like Michelob Ultra or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And then right after that, that's when you found the Buena Vezas. Because yeah. like when I opened that fridge, all I saw were meats. And I was like, 
did they throw our beer out? Or like, like I looked in the cooler and I was like, I know we still had some Buena Vesas. Yeah. And then she goes in and starts moving shit. And then she's like, oh, it's back here. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah. And it was funny because as soon as she grabbed that and I grabbed one of the fucking, uh, one of the Buena Vesas, uh, who was it, Vaquero and I think it was Enrique? No, I think it was his brother. Because my tío Enrique was inside. Oh, that's grandpa. right. Um, One married to Perla. Oh, Fernando. Fernando, yeah. Fernando. They saw me and uh, they, they were just like, ah, he's back at it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was great. Fernando was like, yeah. yo, uh, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's uh, Buena Vezas. And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's what fucking Dos Equis tries to be. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to put my family <laughs> in <game> with that. <laughs> Fucking Mandy just showed me a baseball card of Bill Ripken, and on the bottom of his fucking bat, he wrote fuckface. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but they couldn't see it at the time, yeah. so it says fuckface at the bottom of his bat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shout man. out to old school baseball. Yeah. Um, nah. I mean, uh, where were we going with this podcast again? Oh, no, we were just talking about like my week, and then I was talking about how I was sick since like Christmas. Yeah. So like, I, yeah. So my week was basically me being stuck in bed, but like. And you started I, school. Yeah, I, I did start school. Yeah. That was cool. Also, Wrestle Kingdom was what happened this past Wednesday, oh, and yeah. that was fucking. I couldn't. Fire. I couldn't watch the whole thing because I, I know, like sleep. she. Every every time Wrestle Kingdom comes around, we stay up and try to watch it, and then we basically play a game of how long can we stay awake until. <laughs> and I was like, I at least want to stay awake for Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, yeah. and then I fell asleep like. In the middle of uh, Okada versus Switchblade. Yeah. So. But that Omega Osprey match was fucking fire. My goodness, I need to watch that. Yeah, like there was a spot in that match. Now that you've actually been next to a ring and you know what turnbuckles look like without the padding on them, <laughs> when you watch that match, it's going to fucking hit you differently. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh shit. But yeah, it, I mean. Shout out to the fucking HIW wrestlers. Like, damn. Yeah, dude, that show tonight was dope. Like. When Roman Alexander hit me up, this is this is how roller coaster my fucking week was, right? Yeah. So like I watched Wrestle Kingdom and then literally the next day is when I caught a fever. And then that's when your mom came over and she was kind of giving me the the Mexican remedies and stuff. And then Roman had hit me up and was like, Hey, are you gonna be doing promos with us this Friday? And I was like, I don't know if I can, bro. I was like, I think I might have gotten COVID. Cause yeah. after you guys told me that someone got COVID in the family, I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I'm sitting here having to cancel plans and like Yo, shout out to Sonic J, and, you know, I told him if he needs anything to contact us, because I know he had a loss in the family recently. We had to reschedule. Oh, really? Yeah, but, like, I hit him up, and I was like, yo, man, I'm going to have to reschedule. I got COVID, and he told me somebody in the family passed, and he had to reschedule, too. So I'm like, yo, we'll link up, brother. It's, yeah. it's all good, but... Yeah, like, so I was sitting there having to cancel with a few people. Then I'm sitting there reaching out to people. So, like, I hit Manny up, and I was like, yo, man, I think I might have gotten COVID. And he was like, yo, when it rains. Because, <laughs> like, he right. knows shit's been happening with with me fucking yeah. all year, basically. But, like, remember, you guys got this fucking COVID test, this at-home COVID test. So, like, I took one yesterday, came up negative. Took one today, came up negative. But after, like, heavily medicating myself for, like, the past three days... I'm like, I feel a lot better. I'm still a little nasally and I'm still like, I could still feel a little phlegm in my throat, but like, I feel significantly better and like my body's cooled down, like don't have a fever anymore. And then as far as I know, I'm not contagious, which is great. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It was just a bug that was going through, going around. And Been like, a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. A lot of people at work got something too, where yeah. they were kind of sick, but not sick. I think it's just like, I've been hearing about like a flu going around, but like, I swear to God. 
it is, it's that same energy of just like, you know, there's a bear shitting in everyone's living room and you're <laughs> yeah. like, what fucking bear? And then it's shitting in your living room. Yeah. yeah. Like I was sitting there oblivious. And then the second I start hearing everybody's catching the flu and I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, look, I got a fever. <laughs> yeah. The only yeah. prescription is more cowbell. Fucking facts. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, been watching like a lot of... Uh, like interviews of Hulk Hogan or like Hulk Hogan does podcasts and shit like that. Like when you told me that Hulk Hogan does a podcast, that was news to me. I was like, why would anyone want to listen to what this guy? I don't think he does a podcast. I think he just does it with people. And he was talking like mad shit about the ultimate warrior. Um, And then like he was talking mad shit about uh, um, uh, uh, Mr. T. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty fun to watch. Um, so it's his podcast, or is it a podcast with somebody else? Uh, I think it was podcast with somebody else, but like it just showed the clips of him, like essentially. Uh, okay. Um, you have to send me something. I want to actually, I kind of want to hear it. Yeah. The shit that made me laugh this week was uh, last week on Dynamite. I know this is not a wrestling podcast, but this is something that came up this week that made me laugh harder than it probably should have. Uh, last week on Dynamite. Max Caster and the Acclaimed put out this music video where they were dissing Jeff Jarrett and fucking yeah. uh, uh, Jay Lethal. It was just like something they've done before where they're just talking shit in a music video. But apparently they struck a nerve with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> and more importantly, Karen Jarrett. Yeah. And she went on Twitter like airing out a bunch of shit about her and Kurt Angle's marriage. And yeah, it, it was it was a mess. But I was like, either Jeff Jarrett is working everybody and drumming up fucking like interest in this feud by like going on his podcast addressing it talking about how max caster you know drew you crossed the line and you're getting a receipt this wednesday and i'm just like joaquin my brother he sent that he sent a tiktok to me of jeff oh, jarrett really? talking about it on his podcast he goes yo have you seen this oh shit and i'm just like you're getting work bro <laughs> <laughs> shout out to joaquin one time but um yeah like jeff jarrett was like all kinds of piss and vinegar on the fucking on uh, on his podcast, just talking mad fucking shit, oh mad God. shit to fucking Jay Lethal, or not not to Jay Lethal, but to Max Caster and the Acclaim. Yeah. And I was just like, if this is real, like if Jeff Jarrett's actually fucking pissed off, then Max Caster just has this knack of fucking being able to just get massive heat with the shit that comes out of his face. Yeah. But then on Dynamite this past week, which they got a new look to the show, which looks fire. They got a brand new set and new intro and all that shit. Looks dope. Which kind of makes me still want to go to that show in Phoenix. Like, it's going to be fire. Oh, I forgot they're coming to Phoenix. Yeah, in February. That shit's going to be dope. Oh, shit. But, uh... How much are the tickets? I I don't know. I haven't looked them up. But, But, like... Yeah, they came out and, like, Max Caster's rap this week was hilarious. Yeah. He he like made jokes about about Jeff Jarrett's wife, made jokes about oh TNA, made jo- he said TNA's total nonstop claimed. It was oh. Dude, I I was dying. I was like wrestling's been fucking fire this week and like I know the greatest thing that's happening in wrestling is the bloodline stuff and Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Okay. And I know for a fact that that shit's going to eventually break my heart, but it's going to be dope. I mean... Which, by the way, it's Royal Rumble season, my dude. Uh, I I'm a, I don't know about Royal Rumble because it's going to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns again. 
No, I think Roman Reigns is uh, wrestling Kevin Owens at the Rumble. That'll somehow be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> It'll somehow be Brock Lesnar. Like, he's not even on the card, but somehow he's going to win. Kevin Owens is just going to be shown like, all right, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And like he goes to the locker room and like... Uh, uh, it's it's gonna be like Brock Lesnar opens a door real quick and knocks him out, <laughs> not by a, on purpose. He just wanted to wish him like, "Yo, man, I want you to beat the fuck out of Reigns for me." And it's just gonna be like, "Oh, oh, oh, God!" And he's like, kind of weakened at burning this. It's so like <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Mouth and Kevin like Eminem's mouth is like, yeah, you need to uh, let uh, Roman do this for me. I'm not feeling too good. I, I'm I'm, I'm literally falling to pieces here." <laughs> I mean, you're you're booking it as if Vince McMahon is actually booking the Royal Rumble this year. It, 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 I know it's it's. I mean, Triple he's H. supposed to be coming back apparently, but allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But I'm kind of excited to see what a Triple H booked Royal Rumble looks like. Secretly, it's just Vince McMahon booking the Royal Rumble. Oh my god, dude! I would love if like New Japan talent showed up in the Rumble, but my early pick, and it was my pick last year, not for last year's Rumble, but I said this last year. And I'm holding to it. Cody Rhodes is winning the Royal Rumble. You know what actually would be dope, though? If Sami Zayn won the Rumble. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? On some fuck shit. <laughs> Could you imagine? And then that's that's what fucking starts the uh, tear between him and the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I don't know. Tonight was pretty fun. I the, the show was great. Yeah. I had a good time. Had a drink. We got shawarma. Shawarma was fire. Shawarma was fire. Dude, shout out to Urban Pita. Urban Pita. Smells like a Mexican food shop, but it's great. Yeah. It's right there in downtown next to uh, Insomnia Cookies. Yeah, right next to Hi-Fi. For those that know. <laughs> yeah. Which I got, I got kind of a bone to pick with you, my dude. How so? You said as we were passing Insomnia Cookies that you said you had crumble cookies and they were, quote, Trash. Oh, no, you misquoted me. They were <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> you want to explain yourself? Yeah, we bought a pack. My mom bought a package of crumble cookies because they opened one up out in Vale. Houghton and I-10, essentially, but that's like 10-minute drive for us. Yeah. So we pick them up. They ordered an assortment of cookies. It tasted doughy. It had, like, no flavor. Yeah. We got the lemon custard cookies as well, just because we got an assortment. Oh, and dude, we lemon were... custard cookies are low-key a dope, dope uh, cookie. No, the only good part about that fucking cookie was the custard. <laughs> Not even the lemon? No, the lemon custard was the good part. The cookie itself was trash. We were uh, licking the tops off the cookies and using the rest as, like, fucking, I don't know, coasters or shit. Because oh. they were fucking <laughs> disgusting. Jesus. They were disgusting. It was a horrible cookie. It reminded me of, like, school lunch cookies. I don't... I, this is like some white people syndrome. Like, oh my god, ah. it's like so delicious. Is it like your other half that's like controlling you on this crumble cookie shit? Like you can't help yourself. It's just like. <laughs> so crumble cookies are on F tier for Manny. Not even F tier. Like F would put them at a like above the like half of the alphabet. They're on Z tier. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what the S tier is? No, Z tier meaning it's at the end of the alphabet being <laughs> shitty. Yeah. No, there's a tier called the S tier. So basically it's S, A, B, C, D. E, oh, I know how the tiering yeah. works. S yeah. tier is something you saw in Japanese video games to say that you were super class. These are Z class for like, <laughs> the cookies shall be gassed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the cookies are trash. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to hell already. I just want to get good seats. Have you had insomnia cookies, though? I'm on the fence, so I will try some insomnia cookies. And if they're trash, I will just calmly get up and say, 
So ladies and gentlemen, I've had eaten ass that has tasted better than this cookie. I had some. I had, think I had some insomnia cookies, but like secondhand, like a friend brought them to Thunder Canyon oh, that one time. Oh, Rue. Rue brought yeah, them. Yeah, Rue brought them. They were actually them. really good. Yeah, like the peanut butter cookie was fucking fire. Yeah. I'll have to again, try I'm a it. Sucker for peanut butter. They're cookies. not doughy. I can say that for. Yeah, a they have like the perfect. It's like that perfect balance of chewy and crispy. Which is what a cookie should be. It Facts. shouldn't be a brick, but it shouldn't feel like I'm chewing like some marzipan or some shit. Right. Which is yeah. what it felt like eating that fucking crumble. There was no crumble to the fucking cookie. That's what pissed me off. The cookie did not crumble. So the it was just like a fucking like doughy dough? I was eating like Play-Doh. Oh, uh, okay. It makes sense. Are you sure I it was saw- that crumble that was just out out in Vail like that? Because like I've had crumble before. Like the, Remember the crumble that was on... Uh, that's on the north side. It's like near Oracle and fucking Wetmore. No, I don't think they even have a crumble there. I could have sworn there's like a crumble that's on the north side. I remember having a cookie there because I remember I went in there for like for Uber Eats one yeah. time and I ordered a cookie and I was like, oh, I wanted to fucking try one of these. They were fire, bro. So here's my 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 opinion on that. Crumble cookie had been open for at least two weeks, and after two weeks. You should be able, especially a cookie joint, because you're not doing anything else. You're not doing like like sandwiches or iced coffees on the side. Your your whole business is cookies. Yeah. So within two weeks of operation, of opening, grand opening, mind you, grand opening, mind you, yeah. your shit should be together. Didn't we just have a conversation about this earlier with that whole fire truck brewing? Yeah, yeah, actually we did. Because there's a new pizza spot that opened up right behind Walmart here on Speedway and Cole. Ah, okay. Yeah, and so we were... Like, you know where that Guadalajara is right there? Yeah. It's like right next door to that. Yeah, Yeah, we were debating on going there uh, earlier today, but we he checked out the reviews and... There was like one five-star review where someone was like, oh, service was timely, food was great, blah, blah, blah. But then there were two back-to-back reviews, like one was a two-star, the other one was a one-star. But both of them were kind of consistent with each other. Yeah. Where it was like the pizza was doughy, not really fucking crispy, and like no crunch to it. But like saying that the beer was excellent, but the service was trash and all this stuff. So we were thinking about it because like we've been doing this whole S tier thing with pizza. And so I was like, oh, why don't we try that spot and, you know, we'll rank it on our S tier. And then and then eventually we were both just like, eh, we should probably give it like a couple of months for them to kind of settle in and get their shit right before yeah, we actually try them. Especially but because after they op- they recently opened, um, because it's, I don't know if it's like, uh, I think it's just uh, me kind of like giving them the time to be like, okay, let's get acclimated to it. And I want to enjoy the pizza. I really want to enjoy that spot. Um, so... That was just my thinking. I will say, though, when we went to Cup Pop, it was like the same week that they opened. Fucking great. So they here, were on point on that. Okay. Like that was t- yesterday was the third time I had Cup Pop, and it was still fire. Yeah. Here, here's my thing. You shouldn't have more than a couple of days to iron out when you're opening up a restaurant because within your first couple of months, you set the tone for what kind of restaurant you are. Yeah. Facts. Especially here in Tucson, where the restaurant scene is super fickle. Yeah. Like, you have places that have been here for years that just drop, and it all it takes is just a bad month, and nobody wants to go there anymore. Yeah. And you have places that suck, but, like, the chef changes, and something causes where enough people go there, and they say it's okay again, where people start coming in. My big thing is, if you're a new restaurant here, especially in Tucson, but in anywhere else in the world, first day, second day, third day, 
work out your kinks. You should have been working them out at least a month prior. But like, like prior to actually grand opening, right? That's why they have things like soft openings. Yeah, you're where, right. where you try it out and you see, and then like your grand opening. Of course, your grand opening needs to go off flawlessly. But you know, uh, um, Ocean's Twelve, I think, um, had the best answer for that or no oceans 13 actually oceans 13 had the best response to that where it had the old guy and he goes i don't know what the fuck a soft opening is like in my day you opened and that was it right yeah. you know we didn't do a soft opening we opened and if it sucked we sucked but we fixed it yeah and like that's how i feel about restaurants you should open you take your l or you take or you take the w and you find out where you're weak or you take the l and you improve yeah. but like you shouldn't be like okay we finally got things good that's why I hate when I see those signs like under new management. Like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, oh, it's supposed to be a better place because we got instead of like Frank the manager, we got Bob the manager, and it's going to be so much better. Right. No, it's just a, it's just one of those signs like going out of business where it drums up business. Yeah, it has uh, to at least stay the same. Like, uh, uh, you need to give a fir- a good first impression. Yeah. When you do your grand opening. Okay, so think of it this way, guys. Let's say you went to a, a person like you guys weren't together. You were checking out this person. All right, you made first couple days, you know, it might be a little rough, but it shouldn't take you two weeks to get good sex. Right. All right. First, first night should be a little. <laughs> first night should be a little. Uh, okay. All right. And the, but it shouldn't take you two weeks to be like that was great. Finally, you nailed it down. Yeah. Not well, that's all communication that makes, yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad analogy for for what it is, <laughs> but it, it it does fit in my like. You shouldn't. Your restaurant shouldn't suck. Yeah. If I'm paying good money, especially the prices we paid today, like, like the food, the food was good. Like at at, at Urban Pita, I was okay to pay the prices that they had. Shout out to them. Uh, and you know the what I was charged and what I received was adequate and equivalent. Yeah. So I was not upset. But you all know you go to places where like they charge you twenty bucks for a plate, and you feel like you got a ten dollar meal. Uh. And, like, a TV dinner like, would have been better. I feel like I kind of got that today, though. Uh, we went to Toast 101 earlier. When we were trying oh, to yeah, figure okay. out where to go. Like, I went to Toast 101, and I'm not a big fan of it. So, we had never been there, but we always drove by there, and we always see a fucking line, like, going out outside of the building and shit. So, I'm like, oh, that, that place has got to be fire, right? So, kind of went in there, and I had the same thought that you did when we, went hit, when we hit hops. So, I got the patty melt there. And I think my only issue with it was that they over-toasted the bread for the sandwich. You know how, like, yeah. you know how, like when you want your, your toast for breakfast, like, you want it kind of crispy? But for your sandwich, you don't want it too crispy? Yeah, you don't want it too crispy. And it depends on what type of sandwich you go to play uh, as well. Because, like, if you go to a bakery, I don't mind if they over-toast my sandwich because most of the time they know what their bread is good. Yeah. But, like, if you go to a place where they're getting their bread just basically from the restaurant supply depot and things like that, or, like, the frozen loaves like Subway does, yeah, like, you got to know where your limits is on the toaster. Yeah. And, like, the, I mean, the sandwich itself was really good. It was just, like I said, I think the toast was just too much. And so, like, I had that, like, I mean, I'd go back there if I needed to, but it's not like I need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like um, it's kind of like you with hops, like with their with their patty melt. 
which I, I judge a place really heavily on their patty melt if they offer it on the menu because a patty melt should not be fucked up no matter where you go. Fucking it should facts. be very simple. It's on a it's rye bread. Patty. It's your it's your fucking it's rye bread, patty, cheese, mm. onions, rye bread. Yeah. And then, like, depending on your taste, I like a little mustard on mine. I like a little uh, ketchup on mine. Yeah, so, you know, but, like... Although, this one had a their, what they called their secret sauce. Kind of fire. Kind of fire, but it didn't really fit a patty melt. Right. So, for me, when I ate it, it was not subpar, nor was it above the board. It was just a patty melt. So, like, again, it's a place I want to go to. It's a place I don't need to go to again. Yeah. I think the selling point for Toast 101, they have a whole ass mimosa menu. Yeah, that, that's it's a white people restaurant. Yeah. Or drunk bitch restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, the, the table that we sat at right across from us uh, were these three Mexican girls that were just, like, doing bottomless mimosas. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, this is the best. <laughs> I'm having a mimosa with my girls. Like, oh, my God, this mimosa is so good. Oh my, you know what? Sorry. Like, throws me off. But I have one gripe about today. What's that? And I mean this with no disrespect because of where we were. I hate seeing fat dudes in sandals. <laughs> now, when you say sandals, do you mean like like the slide sandals or like the flip-flops? I'm sorry. I'm talking about the full-on, like, they're not Birkenstocks, but they're like the Tevas <laughs> and shit like that. It's a stereotype, and I believe that's, that's men who give up. Yeah. It's one step below Crocs. Yeah. Because Crocs, you don't see the toes at the very minimum. But, like, if I see toes and a fat guy, it just gives me a couple vibes. One, like, every bad Roman fucking character that's, like, bad fat guy is in sandals, like, for whatever reason. Um, and I feel like it's... When you say Roman character, you mean, like, Roman Colosseum? Every, like, like whenever you see watch something that's set in Roman times, you see that big old fat dude and he's wearing sandals. Yeah. It's just like, did you just give up? <laughs> Is your shit so big that you can't even fucking put shoes on your fucking feet? I mean, like, I got big ass feet, but at least I'm fucking wearing my Nikes. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm not talking about feet. I'm talking about you're so fucking fat, you can't even pull your leg up to your fucking, like, crisscross and put on some fucking shoes. Can't bend over and tie your fucking shoes. God damn. I'm, but it's just a personal thing. I know I'm a fat fuck, but, like, at least I can put on my fucking, uh, my, my Air Forces with no problem. Well, I mean, you got the black Air Force One energy. I, I do, I do. You finally I, got to meet B-Sneaks tonight. Shout out to him. I didn't mean to fucking, like, try and hurt him but like he <laughs> yeah, came he at me and he literally is just like oh is this the menace <laughs> and you were just like yeah nice to meet you shook his hand pulled him into like knee him in the nuts <laughs> and he wasn't expecting it either but he called me out <laughs> fucking facts that shit was funny as hell i saw the fear in his face i think the other half of mtm is gonna be here thursday i mean i can't Thursday, You'll I could... You'll be at work. Yeah, I'll know. be at work. I mean, if you guys did it in the morning, I could probably do it and dip out of here by 1.30-ish. Probably. But, like, I doubt it. We'll need to get more XLR, like, cords for the other mics. Yeah. I think we have, we have the one in the room. I have the white one. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll fucking figure it out. I mean, they could share a mic if they have to. I mean, we're a baby set up. They should be used to getting everyone else's scraps. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm on Air Force energy tonight. <laughs> I was a little upset because of that girl fucking killing my vibe. Did I already talk about that? Yeah. Well, it, dude, your fucking heel response was just chef's kiss. I, it just like. 
giving me shit because like I didn't want to hang out with her today because I already made plans. No, here's the thing. It's she had the opportunity to hang out, but problem is she wanted us to go to her and it's like, well, we already had plans. We're going to fucking Thunder Canyon to do this shit. Oh, you guys aren't down. No, we're not because we already had plans. I hated that. She fucking tells me, well, you weren't down. I guess I'm not. And then she gives me some shit. Why do you want to fucking talk to me if you don't want to hang out with me? Yeah, and it's I was the like, guilt trip shit. And then I told her we made plans on the 21st and her drunk ass apparently doesn't fucking remember. And like, she says, I'm sorry. I, I did. Well, no, she was like, when do we make this date? I'm like three fucking weeks ago. I mean, clowns are going to do clown shit, Manny. And so like, she was giving me shit because she's like, it's like, well, like, like, because yeah, I said, well, maybe you weren't down. Yeah. Like, and she's like, no, maybe I felt you had booty call energy. And I was just like, you know what? You're killing my vibe here at the wrestling show tonight. Let me just, I'll message you later. You hate to see it. I, I just like, what? what <laughs> I didn't bug you. I didn't ruin your energy. You ruined your own energy. You could have had a fun night with me and the boys. Uh, and like, look, she's out here drinking with her friends. Um, and I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I mean, I got to see some wrestling tonight. We got to see Il V and fucking fucking Cruz Ocho rap. I, I didn't catch the name of the dude that was with him, but I think they were called like the up or like the high lows or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the high lows. Yeah, I, they, I don't know, man. Dude, they were fire. I couldn't really hear them well. I think it's probably because where you were standing. I mean, like I, I had moved from where I was standing in the first place to it was try and hear them. Because we were blocking the speaker. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the speaker that was next to where the soundboard is, where all the the voices were coming from, but the stage is where the music was coming from. Yeah, it just sounded like their mics were shit. But I think it's just because they had the one solo speaker that was there. Yeah, probably. But like again, this is one of my gripes about live performers. It's like. Anybody can sound good in a studio. Yeah. It takes a real artist to sound good live. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's the first time they've done a wrestling show in Thunder Canyon. And then adding rap. uh, Okay, fine. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm putting an asterisk by it. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I mean, it was dope to actually, like, call the main event with with Jeff Mann. Shout out to him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like... uh, I just was not prepped for it. Like, I didn't know five of the dudes. That, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just out here dropping memes oh. on my boys. <laughs> Dude, send that to me. I'm putting that on the fucking Cigars and Bars page on Instagram. Sitting <laughs> here trying to tell a story. He says we twisted brother. <laughs> fucking Hulk Hogan, man. Like, I, I don't know, dude. I'm sorry, Hulk Hogan was a big name back when I was a kid, okay? He was when I was a kid, too. But so, like, like, when I think wrestling, it just it's like Hulk Hogan is one of the first first words that come to mind, unfortunately. For me, it's Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Because, you know, Macho Man, he was the best. He was the cream of the top. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Funky like a monkey. Just keep it away from Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, y'all know Rick James is my spirit animal, you know? Yeah. Love Rick James. And, like, I want my official rap name to be ODB because, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> uh, that's my call sign. Facts. <laughs> Yo, Manny, why do they call you ODB? Ladies, oh, baby, he likes it raw. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, baby, he likes it right. If you're going to be ODB, you have to give your best, like, Shimmy, shimmy, yo, shimmy, yo, shimmy. Wait, raise the game for that. Raise the game for that. No, I'm kidding. That's ear rape right there. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't I rape. I don't know if that's going to come up on the recording because, like, uh, when I'm when I'm messing with shit here, I notice it doesn't really fucking mess with the recording. Oh, okay. No, that's good, actually. Yeah, yeah, that is good. yeah, it's good, actually. I mean, we're getting better at this podcast shit. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people listen to us. All 12 of our listeners. Shout yeah. out to them. To you guys in Germany, France, Tokyo, <laughs> Denmark. I think. I think we have some in Denmark. But so that was me. So, do you guys have like a like an idea where you guys want to go, or is or with this podcast, or are you just guys like? Honestly, we're, we're just we're trying to be get traveling around eventually with this, like going place to place. Like we want to fucking go to Headhunters and like interview Aaron and go to Thunder Canyon interview Runt. Maybe go to Anthony's Cigar Emporium and talk to Anthony over there. I mean, yeah, just talk to him and be like. You know, everybody likes this podcast about cigars and how they're fancy. But, I, like, honestly, when dudes walk in here, I'm sure you see a lot of them just look at confused all the time. Yeah. Like, and there's supposed to be some classy and manliness to this. But, like. But that'd be dope to actually be in there and, like, smoke some cigars in the shop and fucking maybe bring a bottle of whiskey with us or something. Yeah, just something to enjoy. Yeah. You know, and, like. I'll be quite honest. That's why I like that spot, by the way, because like you can actually bring your own bottles in there, and dude lets you just chill, and like he's knowledgeable about pretty much every nice. fucking cigar that's in that building. Well, I mean, it, it basically, he is to cigars what a um, what the fuck is it that, for wine? Uh, it's uh, it's an official job starts with a C, uh, sommelier. Um, basically, like somebody whose job is being a wine expert, and yeah. be like, "Oh yes, this uh, this Merlot from France." Uh, Wait, did you imagine we took this on the road and actually did like a wine tasting? <laughs> that would be two thousand two tasting vintage. Wait, it's what are they called? Sh- 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 Sommelier. If you ain't running game, stop it. <laughs> We're gonna get sued by Destiny's Child. I know. <sighs> I'm uh, just exhausted, man. Dude, like the the shawarma hit the spot. I'm feeling yeah. sleepy. Fucking facts, dude. That that fucking that euro was fire too. What'd you get? You got a shawarma? I got. Uh, it's called a meats platter. It had the uh, lamb meat and chicken. You got the oh, Arby's. Oh, yeah. You got the lamb meat, yeah. the chicken, and then you got like the hummus. It had hummus, side salad, and uh, some of the pita bread. So fucking good. Like, that's something that I actually can finish because there's times where I can't finish a, a full plate like that. But that I can. Today, I just couldn't because... Um, <laughs> hashtag anxiety. <laughs> it's always okay when a lady finishes in my book. Ah, nice. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, <laughs> you left that one right open. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, foods earlier, and like I was talking about how Toast 101, like when I got the patty melt, like I liked it, but I thought the bread was like overly toasted. What was your thoughts about Toast 101? I liked it. Yeah. I really liked the the mimosa that I tried, and I liked the food. Um. I, I wish I could say I love it, but my my uh, my taste palette was kind of 
bougie tonight <laughs> or today. Kind of bougie. Yeah, because okay, so the mimosa, bougie. I got like what's called the Mexican candy mimosa, and yeah. I had a champagne tequila with watermelon, mango, and pineapple, or something like that. Such a weird combination. As a Mexican, it's nuts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I- no, I fucking loved all those flavors. And the thing, that, the the one thing that I didn't like about is that it was warm. Oh yeah, you were telling me that because yeah. I saw you like fork a you forked a ice cube out of your water and dropped it in your mimosa. Yeah, and it, you didn't get the bubbly from the champagne either. Yeah, so I just I got like, the regular oh. mimosa because like, dude, I have never been so confused in my life. Like <laughs> I like the lady was asking us, well, you know, what would you guys like to drink? And initially, she was like, I'll just take a water, and I was like, I'll take a mimosa. She goes, What kind? And I was like, what do you mean, what kind? She goes, look at the menu. And they're like, there's a whole fucking mimosa menu. And I'm like, um, a regular one, I guess? <laughs> champagne, champagne and orange juice. Fucking throw it in my head. It like, was like oh. a cucumber mimosa, too. And what, it was mimosa good. is very simple. Fruit yeah. juice and alcohol. Facts. Well, yeah. But I like to be spicy. No. And then the food itself, I liked it. I just feel like it was under... It was waiting um, to be picked up for a little bit. Because yeah, it, it kind of came back a little cold. cold. It did have sour cream in it, but the thing is, I tasted one of the meat pieces and it was cold. Uh, so I was like, uh, it was it was waiting for a little bit. I, I think, still I still enjoyed it. Though. I think there was only one thing that truly annoyed me, but it, like it didn't annoy me until after we left. Yeah. And I thought about it, and it was like when the lady asked me, "Would you want fries or tots?" And I was like, "Fries." Oh, and, she and she's like, you. "Great." And then all of a sudden, a different lady that wasn't serving us comes back and hands me my patty melt, and it's just a patty melt and a plate full of tots around yeah. it. And I was like, "I mean, I'll eat the tots, but like, I want just fries. Like fucking fries, man. Yeah. Come on." Listen, I'm okay with any potatoes in my face, but like <laughs> when I ask them in a certain fucking you know form. I expect that form. If you were to come back and say, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't have any fries hot. We have hot tots. We gave you those. I hope that's okay. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I if understand. there was an explanation, possibly. Like, I'd be possibly. like, you know what? That's cool. But I'm, like, And I'm pretty sure the reason why they weren't on point when we were there is because it was, it was like an near hour. Closing. It was an hour before they were closing. No, they Toast, should be on point by that point. Fucking facts. I mean, sure. But the thing is, Toast 101 is a breakfast spot. Oh, my it's phone died. So small. It's it's a breakfast and brunch, but it's mostly breakfast because you when every time we would go there during the mornings, how long is the fucking wait? Fifteen yeah. to thirty, up to forty five fucking minutes. Well, yeah, because breakfast is it brunch is one of those meals that like people really over enthusiastic about because well, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, yeah. pussy is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> well, and then also it's the Duh, first Saturday of the year too. So. Well, that's true. Oh my god, it's the first Saturday of the year. We're going to go wild. We're going to get my mouth <laughs> So tomorrow's going to be fire. It better. Well, it's week 18 of NFL. Oh, shit, you're right. And Manny, even though he calls himself half a man sometimes because he doesn't watch that many sports, his Lions have a chance to make the playoffs tomorrow. Bruh. If the Lions beat the Packers and the Seahawks lose, Lions are going to be in the playoffs for the first time since... The 90s? No, since like 2002... Four, five? I can't remember. Well, it's the same chance like I have of getting into Jenna Ortega's fucking DMs. <laughs> I have to fucking actually get... No, no, no. I have to get in, and Pete Davidson has to fail. So, yeah, like, yeah. it's the same thing, because, like, the Lions have to beat the Packers, which is a feat in itself, but also the... Ste- the, the what, what is it? The Falcons? No, it's the Steelers, right? No, no, no. It's the Seahawks. Seahawks, sorry. Lose. Seahawks have to lose. And I'm just like... 
it's the same thing. It's the same goddamn thing. Yeah. I got to breach the the hurdle, and then I have to hope that somebody else who's a better team loses. Uh, sucks to be a Lions fan. I don't know, man. The Lions are going to be fire next year. <laughs> like, regardless of how the season ends, that, that squad is going to be As long as yeah. uh, here's the problem that plagues the Lions. They play hard until they break. Yeah. And once they break and they throw in that replacement who has been basically sitting all year. Yeah. Earning his paycheck by just like twittering and like, you know. He's playing end guard and tackle sitting at the end of the bench guarding the water and <laughs> yeah. tackle anyone who comes near it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Because like that's no longer an oiled season machine. That is just the new guy on the fry line going like, um, are they supposed to be boiling? <laughs> and you're like, there goes our fucking season. Oh no, man, a- Stafford's been on his shit, and like, yo, that the Lions are fun to watch. Well, do you remember a couple years ago they were doing pretty well, and then by game five, like they lost one guy, and it's oh, it's okay, but then they lost more guys yeah, and more guys yeah, yeah. to injured reserve, yeah. and then like the season just folded in on them. Like they started off fire, they beat the fucking Patriots. Yeah, Brady wasn't but there. See, th- this season was opposite though, because if you remember, like they started off, they were still scrappy. But they were only losing games by, like, fucking five to ten points. You More like three to four points, honestly, yeah. on average. But, um, but that's the thing is, like, they were losing. They lost, like, their first four, and then they just started winning out. They were like, all right, okay, we're done with this losing shit. Do we want to win? Yeah. Do you want to wake up? Like, Stafford's like, why don't we make some passes and shit? Can we? Can like, we yeah, we can do that. Make some passes. We had smoke with that? Yeah, we can do smoke. <laughs> like, all right, who's been calling Urban Meyer? <laughs> Which the Jaguars won today, didn't they? And they clinched the AFC South. Yeah, they clinched it. Who knew that, like, just getting rid of the asshole, you know, usually fixes the problems? Fucking facts, dude. Like, last year, the Jaguars were last place in the AFC, and they just won the division tonight. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Wow. They got rid of the problem. Imagine that. <laughs> you get rid of a bad boss and the business picks up. Yeah. Well, didn't somebody tweet that out from the Jaguars? Like, holy shit, who would have thought if we just replaced the coach, we'd be okay? Nah, it was, it was uh, I can't remember who the player was, but he was doing an interview after that. And he's like, yeah, we sent her over Meyer left. Shit's been great. <laughs> 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 we actually talked about it on this podcast. Well, it wasn't that he left. He got removed. Yeah, he was removed. Exercise. Exercise. They should have removed him the second that he stayed on that, or when he had everybody go home and then he stayed in Ohio and then he got caught in that bar with the chick. Uh, you can't play that shit in co- college games. You can play that shit, you know. Well, that's the thing is when he was in Columbus coaching in Columbus, he could probably get away with that shit because they weren't traveling anywhere. Yeah. But, like, when you're there for an NFL game and then you decide to stay there to go fuck around. The paparazzi are going to be there. Sports reporters will know that you did not get on the flight. Fucking facts. And the second that you're a head coach, it doesn't matter where you were doing extracurricular. Like, if you are a head coach of a fucking professional team and you do not travel with your team, one, you're losing the trust of your team. You're losing the trust of your players. You're losing the trust of management. You're losing trust of all the fucking extra people that are around you. And then, then you show up and still try to be Mr. Authoritarian. Oh, jeez. Yeah, fuck all that, dude. Well, here's my take on it, too. I mean, there are times when a, a coach can't be there all the time. And just like a boss, yeah. like, when you're an actual boss, what your job is is to run the business that the others can't. And everything else that would distract you from running that part of the business yeah. is handled and delegated to trusted personnel and employees or players that you can trust to yeah. do the job when you're not there. Right. I mean, again, he's not going to be coaching the game from Skype or anything like that. But, you know, like 
there should be, That'd be a point. fucking hilarious though so he's just like buffering buffering he's not even there he's he's on skype like calling plays and people are having to fucking look at like a computer screen like what what is he saying he, like tapping their helmets like at star wars like calm systems down <laughs> be hilarious to see him on skype with like one of those big ass headphones and the microphone He's just sitting there yelling into it, but it's not even hooked to the computer, so they can't hear it. <laughs> Speaking of like bad, uh, bad calls, did you see that tweet that Skip Bayless put out? Or? Oh my god, dude, that was another thing that happened this week that was scary. Like Monday Night Football, the Bills and the Bengals were supposed to be playing, and fucking Demar Hamlin went to go tackle uh, T. Williams, and he got and like T. Like fucking hit his head into his chest or something. And then yeah, he bent know, his head down, which you're not supposed to do. Well, no, like so when. DeMar went to tackle him. Like, it would look like a normal fucking hit, whatever, right? DeMar tackled him. They went down. Then DeMar got up and then immediately collapsed. And, like, I remember when I saw it, my first initial thought was, well, that's weird. But, like, then he wasn't moving. And then you see, like, the Bengals players started getting on their knees and, like, all the fucking Bills players. And I was like, what the hell's going on? But then the thing that scared me was, like, a fucking ambulance went onto the field and then you're seeing them fucking giving him CPR and trying to resuscitate him on the field. So I'm like, people literally watched this dude die and then watched people save his life on the field. And then at one point you see the fucking Bengals coach and the Bills coach start talking to each other. They agreed with each other after having a conversation. Then they had their teams go to their respective locker rooms and then they were like, yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to continue this game. Fuck that. And then the league was trying to fucking force them to go back out onto the field to play. And people they got a bunch of backlash on Twitter for that. Oh, yeah. They, they did, the teams did the classiest things they could do. Absolutely. It's, like, and uh, like, it's different if you got knocked out a little bit. It's a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing when a guy fucking dies on the field. Like, yeah. you know, and they didn't want to play because they were like, we want to make sure our dude's good before, like, we even do anything. And the Bengals are all like, we got to make sure like view of that shit like but like seriously? it's but when you're watching it like because i mean i was watching it live right because like i was watching the uh Red zone? no 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 i was watching the uh the, the fucking game? no i was watching one of the bowl games i was watching the rose bowl uh. so i was watching the rose bowl and then that went straight into monday night football right after that and so well i was sitting there doing schoolwork and i was watching it and then like i saw the hit happen then i saw him get up and then i saw him collapse and again my brain was like well that's weird but then like when I see that everybody's like starting to be concerned, I literally stopped from my computer and turned and started watching it. And then like the announcers are even speechless. Like they're like, uh, we're going to take a break and figure out what's going on here. They go to a commercial, you know, normal stuff. And then when they come back, everybody's still on the field, like on their knees. And like when you're seeing the fucking Bills players crying and like Josh Allen's on the sideline with his hands on his face, like, like fucking oh, fuck, fuck, man, like what's going on? And I'm just sitting here like, Yo, what the fuck just happened? So come to find out, uh, because of the hit to the chest, he ended up having a cardiac event. Basically, he knocked his own heart. Because of the hit to the chest, your heart goes into a rhythm. Yeah. And just like a drummer, if you hit him at the wrong time, yeah. he's going to go on a misbeat. Yeah. And your body can't handle that. Yeah. Your body's all like, wait, we're supposed to go one, two, three, four, not one, two, and uh, three, four. Right. And then like, it shuts down because it's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It just like fucks up the whole nervous system. And so... They got Demar Hamlin into the hospital, and like that, one of the things like you, like I've watched football forever. I'm sure you have as well, even though you call yourself half a man. But like, <laughs> the one thing everybody looks for when somebody's on a gurney going off the field is that thumbs up, that thumbs up, or that wave, or like the, his helmet off, and he's just like, right. okay, 
Okay. Like, I'm, I'm okay. okay. Everything's going to be or all right. Or, or like yeah. when he does that thing where it's like, no, nah, I'm going to walk off this field. And he's got like two of his buddies helping yeah. him off. But he's like, I'm walking like off arm this in field. arm kind of care. You know, so like if something like that happens, then the crowd's clapping and everything kind of go back to no normal. delay of game. It's expected. Exactly. But like, like, again, we just saw a dude fucking die on the field. So first of all, the first bad was on the league trying to force the players to go back. And the players were like, uh-huh, fuck you, dude. dude. We'll take our L's on this one. Facts. And then so the league was freaking out because they're like, well, what's going to happen? But then they realized the records of both the Bills and the Bengals, it's not going to fuck with the playoffs. Both of them are making the playoffs. Yeah. So the only thing that's going to happen is if the Chiefs or the Chiefs beat the Raiders tonight, so they're going to be the number one seed no matter what. So the Bills, if they end up if they end up winning, the Chiefs and the Bills are end, are going to end up playing in like a neutral site in the playoffs or something like that. Right. Like I I don't know, but like they did the right thing by not having not forcing them to go not back. Not forcing out there. them to go back out there. But Skip Bayless is fucking dumbass. Goes on Twitter and like start he like put out some fucking quote about like oh we're going to stop a game for this or whatever like that and like got all the backlash that he deserved. I think I saw that too. He didn't yeah. even yeah. Shannon Tate kind of like motherfucker. Shannon Sharp was like, Shannon "Yo, Sharp, shut sorry. the fuck up, dude." <laughs> uh, but here's my thing on that too. Like some people were getting mad because apparently uh, he asked when he woke up, "Did we win the game?" And the doctor is like, "Nah," or the nurse or doctor was like, "Nah, baby, you won the game of life. You're alive." Like, and some people are upset. It's like that's disrespectful. No, it's not. No, <laughs> people got upset because of that. Some people got upset what because the of the. the People get upset about everything because, you know, everybody wants to like everybody wants to say like they speak with their chest. uh, But, you know, when it comes down to it, they speak with their chest Mm -hmm. behind a screen. Most people don't say the shit that they do. You've been out with me, Stu. You know, I'll say the exact same shit that I say in private in person. Yeah. I might make some smart choices about who I say it to. But, you know, I do speak my chest. These yeah. motherfuckers will sit here and be like, oh my god, they thought the game because he had a heart attack, big whoop. My dad had a heart attack and he still finished his shift. <laughs> I was like, that's not right, dude. So this is what he said. He was like, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Mm. But... The Again, thing, the game wasn't even going to affect the playoffs. But that's the thing is at the end of his tweet, he said, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. I think that was him trying to explain that whatever he like the first half of what he said, it's irrelevant due to this guy. But people misread that. And just the fucking heat you he got. It was bad. But timing. You, you know, <laughs> there, there are sometimes you do not tweet. Yeah. Like, you should just be like, you know what? I have things to say about this, but I hope he's okay. Well, like, that when you been... click on the comments, the first fucking person that commented on it was Kendrick Perkins saying, you're a sick individual, real oh, talk. Geez. And I'm like, God damn, yo. <laughs> I mean, people I... were like, Isaiah Thomas said, I hope they fire you, bro. Like, Dusty <laughs> Baker's like, come on, Skip. This is life versus a game. I'm Dusty sorry. Dusty Baker but even talked about this? Dusty Baker fucking, like, Jesus, yeah. he's a nice guy. <laughs> Dude, like so many fucking people, like Questlove, he's a human being, man. Damn. Wow. Like all these people that are like stars are like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. There are some things you just don't tweet about. I mean, not because you well, shouldn't be afraid you don't of tweet about but it. You, it's the fact you word your words very carefully about certain fa- things. Like that was, like I can understand what Skip was trying to say. Like because again, what he should have said was tweet, anybody who says that this has got the postponing of this game. Is compl- like or anything like that is is not cool. Is out of line. It, like you know, 
it's completely irrelevant right now. You need to worry about this young man. Right. And like that, that would have sent the message across because you said, you know what? It's sad to see in a game that's basically irrelevant. We see a young man hurt. I hope he pulls out okay. Fucking facts. That would have been better he to say. He just said, I feel for Damar or any sympathy towards him. In or sympathy tweet, towards then, yeah. his family. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, like, like, in these then times. that would have been okay, but geez. <laughs> but I will say the one good thing that came out of that, like like Damar Hamlin actually had a toy drive that, and his goal was like $7,000 or something like that. And uh, it ended up yeah. getting over like almost $2 million. It's up to $7 million now. God damn. Yeah. Love to see you that. Know why? Because people, you know how like uh, Chris Rock said that America, uh, what's the spirit of America? If you see a guy on the side of the road standing by his car, nobody is going to stop. But if you see a motherfucker pushing his car, you'll see a bunch of people pull over and help push him. Yeah. That's America. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You start it yourself, but we'll help you get there. Yeah. And that's the same thing is like, you know, like he started it and I'm I'm sure his drive he seven thousand dollars really seven seven thousand shit he spit seven thousand dollars probably standing up but like the fact that like you know he just saw a good guy or, well so far nothing bad's come out about him did we just run out of time nah uh continue what you were saying uh nothing bad's come out about him he didn't do anything wrong it was a freak accident yeah people gonna be like well fuck it he's a good guy yeah I feel bad for him that's the thing is like there were all these videos that had come out of him like fucking like just being a good member of his community like helping out kids and visiting kids in the hospital and like being a good dude and it's just like oh this is one of the good fucking guys in the nfl like they have a walter payton man of the year award every year yeah and that's for guys that do shit off the field like and not just because they want their name. These are guys you literally see like, oh shit, he really does this shit. Like he actually cares about his community. He cares about the people that are there. Like he cares about the kids here, and it's just fucking. It's an amazing award, and like Demar Hamlin deserves to be a part of that. Like with yeah. all the things that he said and he's done in his career. So for like Skip to come out and say the shit that he did, or I forget the other dude that that was like on one of the Talking Head shows, and he was trying to fucking. Uh, blame T Higgins for what happened to him and and even the Buffalo Bills were like dude he had nothing to do with it was that. A it was a freak, freak accident. accident and I'm like yo what the fuck like how hard is it just to be like yo this is an accident this is a sobering moment for people to realize that these aren't just fucking athletes like they're human beings I, I, will, I will put take off my point that like most professional sports are the Roman Coliseum to keep the people from actually caring about what's happening in the country because let's be real here just like in the Roman Coliseum days, when people are hungry or they want money, what's the easiest thing to keep them uh, from getting upset? Watch this. Yeah. And like going off of that, you know, you forget that these guys, yes, they get paid millions of dollars a year. You know, you know, like no job worth doing is not doing like nobody's going to sit at a desk for just two million dollars a year. You know, some people will, but they're in a poverty point. But like. These guys are guys who are literally destroying their bodies. Yes, they're playing a game, but they're destroying their bodies, literally turning themselves from 20-year-old men to 50-year-old men in the course of five years. And this is some of the shit that happens, you know? Like, this is what happens when you go to a professional level. And, like, because of the league taking on more safety roles, yes, I joke about the games I used to watch as a kid being less fun to watch than the games now sometimes. Uh, I mean, more fun to watch than games now sometimes. This is truthful. You have people. There's there's people died on the field in football. Be early days, yeah, but like they've died on the field. You have people who can never walk again because of football. Yeah, 
And we forget about that because, you know, we like seeing a guy throw a ball 75 yards and watch another guy with magnetic gloves pick it up. I'm sorry. I'm dropping that heat. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, I mean, I'm glad he's doing better. Like, he's still, as far as you told me and, like, what I've read, like, he's in critical condition still, but he's still talking on his own. He can talk. He can breathe. Um, His neurological uh, system, I think it is. It's been it's been working fine. He had a he FaceTimed his team recently, huh? Oh yeah, and he started flexing. Yeah, he on was them. flexing <laughs> on him. It was it was dope. Yeah, you know you can't stop me, man. Yeah, fucking yeah. facts. But like everyone forgets, it doesn't take. No, oh, that was a car. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but like everyone forgets, it doesn't take too much to stop somebody's heart. Yeah. The, facts. The, like literally, the heart can take a lot. Like the human body is resilient. You have pregnant ladies fall out of the air in airplane crashes and survive you know with maybe some injuries and some broken bones but get up you know with a few weeks and you have people who just stand up too fast and die yeah Yeah. like the human body is a wonder but also it takes tremendous blows and can be killed by the tiniest of things and especially a man who's probably like six five you know 230 pounds hitting another man you know, on top of the gear and everything, just right to just knock not just the wind, but your whole body off beat. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. But I'm, I mean, I'm glad he's doing better. Shout out to Damar Hamlin. Yeah, shout out to Damar Hamlin. But uh, we have been going over an hour. It's about an hour and 16. No. 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 I mean, it's the normal shit. Katya, where can people find you? Uh, Fuck. I started unfollowing people, so I don't know follows. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, well, I'm on Instagram. Um, if anybody uh, needs pictures for headshots, uh, group pictures, family pictures, hit me up on my Instagram. It's um, it's K A T I A V S and boy A L L E S underscore photos. Um, check out my, I guess my catalog or whatever. <laughs> Shoot me a message if you need a picture. Let me know. Let's talk numbers. Fucking facts. Manny, where can people follow you? Uh, usually into the gutter or your mom's bedroom. But <laughs> facts. If you really want <laughs> <laughs> But if you really want to find me and the rare post I put on Instagram, go to guy underscore in underscore glasses. And you'll find some of the things I'm up to if I decide to post anything that day. Because if you're not there with me, you don't deserve to see it. <laughs> if you're not there for me at my worst you're not there for me at my best hey I wouldn't put that against anybody because me at my worst is a lot <laughs> facts you guys have seen some of me at my worst I saw the mohawk yeah, yeah. and of course our, our normal third Mike Kyle you could follow him at uh, grinding underscore on underscore a underscore budget which we still gotta get that fixed man. <laughs> he's gotta get that fixed he's gotta get that fixed too many goddamn underscores but shout out to him but uh <laughs> why because <laughs> I was like, wait, Manny has a lot of underscores too. <laughs> well, no, he's just guy two. underscore in underscore glasses. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> like fucking Kyle's is grinding on a budget with an underscore in between each one of those words. It's fucking <laughs> annoying, but I love that guy. Shout out to Kyle. If you need these jokes, you chuckle fucks, you know you can follow me at Babyface Stew on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Some of you, I don't need your follows because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> but I'm going to keep the same energy at this at this show that I always keep, and that is I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at MCStiz at 2-6 on Snapchat. You can go ahead and send that shit to Zeus and get left on red and most likely screenshotted. Man <laughs> needs documents. He and needs receipts. his receipts, man. 
But uh, this has been episode 40 of Cigars and Bars. You can find us on Instagram at CBWMNS. Those DMs are open, and we will answer questions. Um, Johnny, I was going to answer your questions on this show, but I know you were setting that up for you, me, Manny, and Sonic J. We will get to those. I still have them written down. We haven't forgotten about you, but we will get those on the next episode. We had questions. We had a couple questions. Actually, I think there's one question that you and I could answer. What's our favorite wrestling title design? Or not even wrestling title, like any sort of championship design. I think the All Out from AEW has been one of the ones I've enjoyed so far. Uh, only because... Are you talking about like the actual... Like, what, do you, what do you mean? like The, the whole the, setup to that whole... No, way. he's talking about like the actual just championship belts. Oh, the belt? Like, what's our favorite championship design? Ooh, that's a toughie. That that is a toughie because like there's a few that stick out in my mind. Like the the NWA ten pounds of gold, the one that I have on my fucking yeah. dresser. That's one of my favorites. The Ric Flair big gold belt. That's one of my favorites. The old WCW uh, US title. That's one of my favorites. And the Attitude Era big gold belt. Another one that I have. That's I think it has favorites. to be the Attitude Era one because that's the one where I really saw. Like, I grew up watching. I didn't grow up because my mom didn't like wrestling, but I, you know, you'd see the wrestlers. But like on USA, kind of like during the Attitude Era, uh, you got to see that big ass belt. Yeah, and it felt big. Yeah, it like, felt like you earned that shit. Yeah, so like the day after WrestleMania 14, when Austin won the title and he had the old Winged Eagle title, and then Vince was in the ring introducing the new champion, and he had that new belt on his shoulder. And it's great when Austin gets in the ring and he sees the new belt, looks at the old belt, looks at the new belt, grabs the new belt and throws the old belt on Vince's feet, and then starts posing with the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was fire. Yeah, shout out to Johnny Borquez. He's actually one of our listeners from Heelface as well. But hey, he thanks, Johnny. He's one of our 12 here. Shout out to him. But yeah, follow us at CBWMNS. Those DMs are open if you want to ask us questions, and we will address them on this show. Yeah. But we love you guys. This has been episode 40 of Cigars and Bars. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming through. Me. We'll be back. Bye, Bye. guys. I got to pee. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> <laughs>